0: ESPN, ESPN Radio. Peter Burns, Katie George in on this fine, I think it's Friday, right, Katie? I, I'm, I've been on vacation all week long, so this is the last day of the week, if I'm not mistaken. Thank you very much. I, listen, I know you're in a good mood. You just did your wordle in the commercial break, and you're fine. You're happy with it. You're excited. Yeah. It took you six tries, and you Googled what not. the word was to actually get it, but that's, that's okay. I understand it. Uh, At Peter Burns ESPN, you can follow her on Twitter at Katie underscore George 05. Of course, big news today, college football playoff. They announcing that they will not be expanding until 2026, if they expand even at all. Not really much of a surprise as we kind of saw that being decided back in uh, January of this season. But basically they're saying, listen, we're not we're canceling the March meeting. We're no longer going down this road. It is basically like a death nail on it. And so now we will have four teams in the college football playoff until 2026. Other big news. Also, we see Anthony Davis being out for four weeks. How that's going to affect the Lakers. We'll have Alan Shipnuck of the uh, Fire Pit Collective. Great article that he had in some just absolutely jaw-dropping quotes about what Phil Mickelson had to say about possibly partnering up with the Saudi Golf League Um We'll have that conversation in about an hour and a half with him. But maybe the most important thing today is Katie. It just crossed my Twitter feed. Mina Kimes is going to be on Jeopardy. I'm so I'm so damn jealous of this. Why is she so? I, I hope she fails miserably on this because that'd be like the she first won't. thing that Mina has ever done that she's not really good at. Like I'm hoping that she's like. I look up and it's like minus thirty two hundred dollars. Okay, in, so if in, you're in if
1: you're jealous, which Mina will I think do an incredible job on Jeopardy. It's she on par will. for her personality. If you're jealous, does that mean that you would too like to be on Jeopardy? Do you think you would actually excel at Jeopardy?
0: I think I would do well because I know a bunch of useless information. Like as far as I can useful information,
1: confirm that fact. Like about that's the you.
0: problem with me, Mina is that she knows all the useful information and useless information. That's why, like, if I could go place money on it right now. Like I would place money on her actually winning or doing well in this thing. I would do. It. I'm more of a press your luck kind of guy.
1: Ah, if we go, okay.
0: That would be solid if we can go back to there. That'd I be think the, I'd want to
1: try Amazing Race if I were to do a game show of sorts.
0: There's so much physical activity to that, though. I mean, yeah, you're well out of your prime. And I understand
1: that. Me, not so much. Still in my prime. I'd like to think. see.
0: <laughs> That's what happens when you're old like me, 42 years old, and you're like 21, basically. Peter Burns, Katie George. All right, we joke around about that, but good luck to Mina uh, coming up a little bit later. Although I guess a bunch of Major League Baseball players could do it right now because they've got a bunch of free time, right? And so the question is, is like, what's what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. If you're listening to us on ESPN Radio, chances are we're in a pretty decent-sized city. You've been a baseball fan, at least at some point in your life, right? So, Katie, as it stands right here, right now, there was like a 15-minute conversation they had yesterday, right? They've had meeting. six of these meetings, and, and Major League Baseball Players Association has said, hey, we'll meet every single day this week. They're trying, right? But Major League Baseball came out today and said it is postponed until March 5th. There's no possible way you can start spring training until March 5th. What's the latest in the situation?
1: Well, they're going to start meeting, hopefully, every day, starting on Monday, owners, players, to see if they can make some kind of headway moving forward. As you mentioned, they met yesterday in what was a 15-minute meeting. There was absolutely no progress, and, and the key points of contention and what was discussed you know, was the new proposal from the union where they asked for 80% of players with two years of service time to enter the arbitration system, which was down from their previous request of 100 currently 22% of second year players known as the super twos enter that arbitration and so under the players union's new offer 20% of second year players would remain in pre-arbitration but the union also increased its request to 115 million in the pre-arbitration bonus pool that's an increase from their initial ask of 100 million just so we're clear here, the MLB is offering 15 million to the top 30 players. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But listen I fell asleep here. Twice I'm telling in, you the numbers for one reason. Okay. They want 115 million, right, in this pool. The MLB is at 15 million. There's a 100 million dollar difference there. There's a lot of movement that needs to be done. And I tell you that because it doesn't look like they're anywhere near. That was just one point of contention. They did not get into the myriad of all different kind of obstacles that they're trying to work through moving forward. That was one point. That's why it lasted 15 minutes. But there is so much work that still needs to be done. And that's why you see on Twitter ticket holders getting blast emails from these clubs saying, we're so sorry, but, you know, the first week of spring training games, February 26th through March 4th, are not going to be played. We're disappointed that we're not going to be able to start the schedule on time, and we apologize for the inconvenience. We'll keep you posted. Uh, It's just an unfortunate situation. But in listening to Jeff Passan and, and Buster Olney and other MLB insiders, they say in all of their years of covering the sport, this is the most together that they've ever seen the players, which is a great point, correct? It's great that they're together, they're unified and wanting to regain some of the gains that have been made by the organization moving forward in the in the past 15-20 years but what happens pete when opening day is missed and then their paychecks aren't being deposited sure. in those checking accounts do they stay together then and do they stay aligned or or do you start to see fractures because unless the 1200 players stick together you know major league baseball will continue to do the same thing it's done over the last 20-so years, and that's continuing to make more gains on the players.
0: It's interesting that you say that because here's what Buster only had to say. He was on with Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max uh, earlier this morning talking about, all right, so who needs to make that move, right? Who needs to kind of swipe right? I think that's what the kids are using right now. As far as getting a deal done, here's what Buster had to say.
2: It's the owners who need to take that big step forward because they have the most financial ground. They have the most leverage. You know, the line I gave you, uh, you know, before was that, you know, in the mid 90s, the perception was that the union had the better lawyers. Well, the perception now is that the owners did, and that manifested in 2016 for sure. So it's the owners who need to take a big step forward. Um, and I, and I've I'll, I'll continued to say this, I, I've felt like this over the last six or seven years. There needs to be real engagement. We heard about this you know, uh, negotiation yesterday, 15 minutes. Okay, so Katie,
0: the problem 15 minutes here, isn't
1: going to get it done.
0: No, they're, because they're talking about... They, they had a 15-minute meeting on ancillary issues, right? Like, there's bigger picture they can't even get involved, right? I mean, basically, that's like saying, hey, we're going to plan the wedding. Let's have a 15-minute uh, plan on what, you know... What's the third song on the wedding reception list? Okay. okay, and they can't even agree with that, much less much bigger issues right now. And, and I love what Buster had to say, and he's right. The owners are going to have to yield in these collective bargaining agreement talks. There's no doubt about that, right? But the owners are already showing to you, the consumer, they don't care, right? They don't care at all. They don't have to be locking out the players at this point. Okay, they could go to the players and say, listen, I know you're not happy, we're not happy, but listen, we owe this to the people that want to watch spring training. We owe it to you guys getting in shape. We want a happy situation here. But guess what? The owners took full advantage of the players in the last deal, right? Yeah, but okay, 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 okay.
1: We can agree with that. Okay. But I also put that on the players. Who fell asleep at the wheel? Who agreed to those stipulations? I mean, yes, the owners are always going to take advantage of you because they, they know one thing, and that's money in their pockets. That's their sole focus, right? I mean, am I wrong there? Money no. is the driving force. And I understand that the players union is is upset about the way things were done the last time they were at the table. But you know what? That's on you. You fell asleep at the wheel and you signed off on a terrible collective bargaining agreement and now you're trying to backtrack. And I hope, I hope they hold on because they can level the playing field here, right? And they can fight for players' rights moving forward. But I don't, I, as much as I'm a capitalist, I, I don't, I understand why the owners are don't want to concede because they're like well you agreed to this a long time well, ago yeah. so why well, is that last on us time
0: that, the last time we had this i absolutely just destroyed you right like in golf terms i beat you 6 and 5 in match play right i won by a 40 point blowout right mm-hmm. like it was it was uh, we just, like why am i trying to be a level playing field and here's what what the one thing that people don't understand about this right is the fact that I see all these articles being written Major League Baseball is in a dangerous precarious spot now. they've never been um, you know so um, in, in attacked by they might not be America's national pastime. they might they might fall out of relevancy if they don't start on time. That's the biggest lie of you know what I've ever heard of because Major League Baseball as a national sport as a water cooler every single monday morning when you get to the office as a sport that hasn't happened in 20 years that hasn't happened like america uh, baseball is a regionalized sport when you have a team in that city. You live in Denver, you call, care about the Rockies. You live in Milwaukee, you're going to care about the Brewers. You live in Detroit, you care about the, the, b- about the Tigers, right? But if you're not, if you're in Kansas and if you're in um, uh, San Antonio, Texas, if you're in Bakersfield, you probably don't care, and you haven't cared for a long time. So using Major League Baseball and, and mm. these people that are trying to threaten, well, Major League Baseball is going to los- lose their footing, They've already lost their footing 20 years ago. It's a regionalized sport. It's a popular regionalized sport, and that's the reason why the owners know. Combine that fact with the fact that they know that the players will break after a while is while the owners will continue to win. And guess what? The only losers at this point are us that want to want and watch the sport. And we don't get that opportunity until the players cave. And that stinks. Peter Burns, Katie George, a lot more coming up. We're going to talk about that. We want you to get involved as well. 888-SAY-ESPN as a number. 888-729-3776. We'll talk about Major League Baseball's decision and the college football playoffs decision to remain at four teams. And we return here on ESPN Radio.
3: ESPN, ESPN Radio. Radio. You can this? tell
0: when people have kids and when they don't have kids because this is uh we don't talk about Bruno, Katie George. Everybody over there at ESPN Radio back in our home offices over in Bristol, they're like, yep, yeah. and I see them if they're nodding, they've got kids. If they have that puzzled look on their face like you do, right now, you don't talk about Bruno. It's from Encanto. You don't have it, you haven't heard the song? Not once. I haven't.
1: Oh. I'm sorry. I also haven't seen it, but I've heard it's excellent.
0: It's uh, it's pretty damn good. 888-SAY-ESPN is the number. That's 888-729-3776. Peter Burns and Katie George in here. This show always presented by Progressive Insurance. When talking about college football playoff expansion or lack of expansion, they decided they're going to stick to four teams until 2025. Uh, Major League Baseball has talked about, listen, we are absolutely canceling everything. We're, the season is postponed. Spring training is postponed until at least March the 5th while they try to figure this out. More of that uh, in your phone calls, 888-SAY-ESPN. Uh, let's go to Jason in Pennsylvania. Jason, thanks for joining Peter Burns and Katie George on ESPN. What's up?
3: Hey, guys. I was going back to the whole Nina Kimes going on Jeopardy thing.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, she's, uh, she's on later tonight. That's correct.
3: Peter, I think she's going to kill it. She she's one of the smartest people I've ever listened to on this station, to be honest.
0: (laughs) No, I mean Uh, that's true. That's true. Okay, what else? What else I said?
3: But when Katie said about going on the amazing race, I immediately thought of her partner. Gojo. Uh...
0: Gojo oh. would have been, like, yeah. Gojo, Gojo, would, Gojo would be solid. excellent,
1: you know, because in Amazing Race, they have to eat some pretty nasty, gnarly things. I feel like mm. he'd excel in those. Uh, and that's not a fat yeah. joke, by the way. That's just no. his love for eccentric food, okay? Yeah. And I, I appreciate and I would that, been Jason. The worst,
0: I would have been and the worst I, teammate on that everywhere because I, physically I wouldn't have been able to keep up with you, Katie, and I'm not, no, unless not it's like meat, cheese, and potatoes, I'm not in, interested in eating Yeah, and I just,
1: either. I mean, as a former golfer, I just don't know how versatile you'd really be and i just want Ouch. to point out that uh, it yes. was pb that said uh, he hoped mina crashes and burns do we have do we have I, the cut no, guys no let's I, let's, I, hold up hold up i did
0: not say mina kimes gonna be on jeopardy i'm so i'm so damn jealous of this why is she so i, I hope she fails miserably on this because that'd be like the she first won't. thing that mina has ever done that she's not really good at like i'm hoping that she's like i look up and it's like minus thirty two hundred dollars that's a compliment, Katie.
1: It's How a backhanded to... compliment. What is what? what it is? It's a backhanded no. compliment. It is.
0: Oh, unbelievable! I respect I it.
1: I respect it. But I, right. I just think that she's going to do. A I'm great just job. sick
0: and tired of people just being able to just show up and do all the hard work that I don't. I'm not willing to do. Put all the preparation which <laughs> I'm not willing to do and just crush it. And that's what Mina Kimes does. And really, she's she's making us that aren't as talented look bad. I got to be honest with you, Katie. Okay. That's fine. I'll say it. You want truth? Yeah. I'll give you truth in here on ESPN Radio. All I like right. to skate by in life and be just good enough to stay employed. And then people like Mina just completely screw it up for all of us. Incredible. Right.
1: That's uh, that's enough out of you. Justin in Illinois, what's your take on uh, the current state of baseball right now?
3: Hey, I'm glad you guys took my call. I just wanted to talk about this baseball stuff. All right. <laughs> baseball, I, it's really not the national pastime anymore. I mean, if anything, it's an afterthought. I, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I, I was just ashamed to say I grew up a pirate fan. And even the city has given up on that team until the ownership actually opens their wallets and brings someone in. But now I'm in central Illinois and we have... Tons of you know, car, Cardinals, Cubs, and White Sox fans,
2: sure. and
3: honestly, I mean, baseball is just something that is a filler until football season starts. I mean, it, it's
0: just not that popular. Justin, what, 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 and, and thank you for the phone call. What's interesting about that is I can see getting that phone call because I'm in that route. I'm in that boat right now. Katie, where I, I don't live in a major league baseball town, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can see I. people like, if you live in Louisville, you're living in other places across the country that doesn't have an MLB team that you could say, listen, man, I, I just, I don't feel the way I did when I used to collect Donruss and, in, in tops and upper deck baseball cards back in the day. Right. Like that, those, you know, in, in for a bevy different reasons, that's why, but to hear that from people that live in Major League Baseball towns, that, that is alarming to a certain extent if they don't love it the way that they do or used to.
1: Do you think baseball is becoming more of a niche sport?
0: Absolutely. There's no doubt. It, it's, it's, it's become one step above National Hockey League, right? The NHL is mm-hmm. the fact that it is. If you have a city, you're going to Some argue love it. the opposite. And, and if you go to the games, man, you love it. But as far as what I cared about the sport in the 90s and the 2000s, that's why when this they have this empty thread about the owners really care about losing its spot as far as the relevancy, they don't care. The owners only want to make money, right? And that's part of the, the base issue of Major League Baseball is that there's 20 markets right now that say, you know what, because of revenue sharing, I like it when the Dodgers win. I like it when the Yankees spend a bunch of money to win. Because guess what? I make a whole lot more money, right? I make a lot more money when the big markets get it, and it trickles down to me. You know why the NFL is so popular and the parity? It's because you always feel, because of the salary cap, you have a chance, and that's why NFL is king right now. All right, college football playoff remaining at four teams. I want to talk about that coming up in a little bit. ESPN Radio. Peter Burns, Katie George here on ESPN Radio. The show always presented by Progressive Insurance. Reminder: uh, News came out. Major League Baseball today said, "Listen, the um, they it's postponed until March fifth. Right? Games uh, could not start any previous uh, to that." And I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, February 28th is the last day for a start on time. If you don't want to miss any regular season games, hoping um, that we do see some type of conclusion coming up. I know that the Players Association said, hey, man, we're willing to talk every single day. Let's try to work this out. The owners have said, all right, we're still waiting for a little bit longer and a sweeter deal. And we always know. Deadlines uh, kind of spurred deals, kind of like the deadline that we had for college football playoff expansion. Well, that came and went back in December and January, and then it kept seeming like it was moving and moving and moving until finally today. Huge news is that the college football playoff basically officially declared an expanded playoff over until twenty twenty six that they're going to write out this twelve year contract. Joining us right now, one of my favorites, ESPN college football senior writer Adam Rittenberg. Adam. Surprise, Not surprised about this news coming out earlier today.
2: Yeah, not, not surprised, PB. Uh, just because of the way it had been trending and the you know deadlines, whether they were firm or somewhat artificial, uh, for when they had to you know decide to do something, or else the the current contract it would be too late to impose um, you know an expanded uh, system. So you know when there wasn't a resolution. With all those meetings in the fall, and then there certainly wasn't a whole lot of progress at the meeting before the national title game in Indianapolis, um, You know, this seemed like the inevitable outcome, that uh, they were not going to reach a, uh, a decision to expand before the current contract is up, and then we'll, uh, we'll reconvene, and, and it could be very different uh, going forward in terms of um, what it is and, and how they get there. Because there's obviously a certain set of rules that were put in place a long time ago, including needing unanimous support to change the model during a current contract maybe that's not the case the next time around so the, so it's n- not 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 shocking that we got here today it's unfortunate uh, but uh, here here's here's where we are in this sport
1: adam what were some of the significant concerns or obstacles that the commissioners and jack Swarbrick couldn't seem to agree on to get this done
2: right, I, you know I, I think uh, again, um, you know there, there's some issues that are related to college football that are but also everything that's going on in the college sports landscape, you know, some of the things that ATC commissioner uh, Jim Phillips cited in, in terms of their hesitancy to move forward with expansion. I think there's still some items around revenue sharing that uh, that that need to be ironed out and also exactly. Um, Where the the bowl system will will factor in, especially trying to protect some of the the traditional relationships, the Rose Bowl and and so forth. But I I do think the revenue piece and and figuring out um, kind of exactly how that's going to work as well as the automatic qualifier piece, because there was some disagreement over over that as well. Um, So. Yeah, I just, again, I think they put together a good plan. I, I, I said all along that the process of, of doing that the way they did and then releasing it the way they did, especially with the timing of three new commissioners and three of the Power Five conferences who weren't really involved in those discussions, it sets you up for something like this. So I don't fault the, the people who put together the proposal. I fault the way that they, as a group, they went about doing it that way and thinking that it could work. Because there was too much, uh, too many new commissioners, too many big things going on in the sport at the time in 2021. And unfortunately, that's why we're here today with uh, with basically the end to this uh, this expansion process.
0: The end for now, right? I mean, they'll start having these conversations a yeah. year from now because guess what? They have to get ready for the next deal because if they don't have a new deal, it's just going to continue to stay at four, which Greg Sankey has even kind of alluded to today saying, hey, listen, I was open for expansion. In fact, you guys asked me to be on this expansion board. I put together what I thought was great for the sport, and now you don't want it. Maybe the SEC isn't looking for expansion. We may just be fine over at four, which, by the way, two years of the college football playoff they've had an all sec national championship game how much are you buying that Greg Sankey the sec commissioner would say hey I'm I I don't want expansion after all
2: I I don't think at the end of the day Greg will do that because I think he still believes in what he said the last year or so which is uh, that this is for in the best interest of the sport, I think ultimately when some of these other issues are are figured out in terms of revenue in terms i mean there 's a real desire i, I know at our company we 'd love to keep everything on e s p n but there's there 's a real desire to spread this around the different media companies and and that 's you know likely going to be the case i think uh the, the the next time around and I think when some of those things are at a point where you know some of the other conferences are that may have been hesitant uh to go forward are okay. I think everybody will get back to the table and we'll probably end up with a uh, an actual format that's quite similar to the one that was proposed by Sankey and the others in June.
1: So what would be the timeline for that, Adam, moving forward? Because I know the March 2nd in-person meeting to discuss the expansion has since been canceled due to this decision, but you know, when are the television deals up? When would they start having this conversation again?
2: Well, right, so the contract's up at the end of the 2025 season. So there's some time, and I think there there needs to be some time to back away and and, and collect, you know, everybody tends to collect themselves. There's obviously a lot of other things going on that these commissioners are dealing with in terms of, you know, the NCAA uh, restructuring issues and NIL. So it's not like there's a a shortage of of big-ticket items to be focused on. You also have some leagues that are going to be doing their own uh, media rights agreements before the college football playoff uh, a deal is up. The Big Ten has has an agreement that, that's coming up very very soon. The Pac-12, uh, the Big Twelve ha- has one coming up. So uh, you know they, those those factors are also important. But uh, I, I you know I think in a year year and a half you're going to see um, you know a resumption of talks and, and and hopefully a renewed enthusiasm to get something done because you know all three of us would like to see an expanded playoff. The majority of college football fans want to see an expanded playoff. So I think we're going to get there, but uh, unfortunately they weren't able to do it this time.
0: Adam Rittenberg joining Peter Burns and Katie George here on ESPN radio. As I'm getting off my flight uh, a couple of days ago, I check and I'm like, this can't be right. This must be an old text or tweet. Jim Harbaugh getting a contract extension and a raise. And I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't he just didn't on national signing day was interviewing for an NFL job. And of course, obviously did not get it with the Vikings. How surprised were you that they inked Harbaugh to a deal and that there's only like a $3 million buyout?
2: Right. Well, that part of it is uh, certainly notable, uh, Peter. You know, they, they had offered a deal before he interviewed with the Vikings. So in the sense, you know, it already had been on the table. And, and once the, the, that, that didn't uh, come to fruition, you know, they, they continued the, their discussions and, and hammered out the final uh, part of that, that negotiation. But there had been, been a contract offer as expected, you know, following an incredible season for Michigan and what this does is basically restore Harbaugh's salary to more or less where it was in 2020 and then it keeps the bonus uh, structure where it was after the 2020 season because they reduced his salary as you guys remember and then made it more of an incentive-laden contract where he was able to earn two million dollars in bonuses <laughs> by winning the Big Ten and getting to the college football playoff. He ended up donating all of that Michigan Athletic Department employees, which is a really cool thing to see. So th- those, those areas are still in place in the contract, but you touched on the interesting one that it will not cost him a lot of money to get out of the deal if he wants to go back to the NFL, but he also has pledged very strongly and very publicly that he's not going to do this again. And I've heard from people at Michigan that if yeah. he does do this again in terms of the NFL, he may not have a job waiting for him when he comes back. So um, you know, that, it's notable that that's not a huge amount, but I also think there's an understanding that if he wants to go down the NFL road again, he needs to get the job, or, or there may not be one waiting for him in Ann Arbor.
0: I mean, listen, you got to believe a college coach, right? I once saw Nick Saban say, I'm yeah. not going to be the head coach at Alabama. Well, it ultimately worked out uh, fairly well for him. Adam, great stuff on this, uh, on this latest story in uh, college football playoff, man. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Adam.
2: All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Yep. It- 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number. That's 888-729-3776. I want to get one phone call in here before we get out, uh, Katie. Uh, Ed is in Michigan. Ed, thanks for joining us here on ESPN Radio. What's up, Ed?
3: Uh, hi. Uh, first of all, enjoy your show. You guys are doing a nice job. But uh, I just had a question about uh, the baseball lockout, and it's coinciding with the introduction of the USFL. Is there any kind of strange coincidence there that, you know, here we won't have baseball and that would be a nice time to introduce a new football league?
0: (laughs) Uh, Listen, I love conspiracy theories as much as anybody, Katie. Trust me, I I do. Um, The idea that Major League Baseball ownership is saying, ah, we don't need to do this and to to pair it at the same time as USFL uh, opening up as a spring league, I'd hate to see that. Uh, I doubt it. I will say this, though. I think Major League Baseball actually is very jealous of the NFL for the fact that NFL, their minor league, is paid for by college football. They don't have to do any of that. Major League Baseball has to pay for their single A, double A, triple A. That's another something that they're trying to cut back on as well. All right, maybe big changes coming to Major League Baseball could be huge changes coming to the PGA Tour. We'll tell you what that is coming up next. Peter Burns, Katie George, this is ESPN Radio.
3: ESPN Radio.
0: Peter Burns and Katie George. This show always presented by Progressive Insurance. A big weekend coming up. Remember, Sunday, uh, 2022, NBA All-Star Game live from Cleveland, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. You can follow us on Twitter, Katie underscore George 05. Myself, at Peter Burns ESPN You and I normally do this show on Sunday mornings from 7 to 10 Eastern. And one of the things we do at the end of each and every hour, Katie, we just have a little fun, keep it light for the most part. Um, We do a little thing called Rapid Fire Water Cooler, which is a couple of questions from around the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. So let's bring it up right now. Shannon, go ahead and hit the sounder. All right, Shannon, you're a part of it now. You're the star. Oh, man. This is a, what do you got?
3: This is a lot of pressure here. All right, we'll go with Phil Mickelson. Apparently he has a deal
0: with the Saudis that he believes will put pressure on the PGA Tour. Katie, you this is interesting to me because the Saudi Golf League has come up. They are funded by bajillionaires, basically, mm-hmm. and... What Phil Mickelson has said, and we're going to talk to Alan Shipnuck a little bit later of the Fire Pit Collective, had explosive quotes from Phil Mickelson saying, listen, I know they're basically, I'm paraphrasing here, not good guys, but I'm willing to do this if it helps us kind of rechange PGA Tour in how much rights we have, how much money we can get. Because he feels like, listen, the stars are really driving PGA Tour interest, why are we not getting a couple extra war dollars or more rights to it? You think this is actually going to work?
1: I would like this music to be, there we go. That was a little jarring, to be quite fair. I was trying to hear the last portion of your uh, point, which was eloquent, to say the least. Uh, look, I think that Mickelson makes a point of, look, the PGA Tour has, um, you know, been a dictatorship for the, lo- the longest time, and now we finally have a rival that could at least change some things and force their hand. He says he doesn't necessarily want to join the SGL, but he said if it could get the PGA tour to make changes and make things more fair, top to bottom for the league, then he would be all for that. I I did think it was interesting hearing Justin Thomas's uh, answers when he was asked about it recently. And he he thought that, you know, maybe Mickelson was being a little egotistical with some of the statements and comments he he made in his upcoming book. But uh, he said, look, I'm way past the idea of players flirting with the potential of a Saudi back tour. He said, I've heard way too much talk about a lot of players that are so done with everything, but they're still hanging around. So if you're done, done, go play, but you're clearly not done because you're still playing and hanging with us. So Uh, I I thought that that was interesting.
0: I think, if anything, it's a good warning shot for the PGA to say, listen, let's have some more of these conversations a little bit. And guess what? Anytime you have competition, it makes everybody just a little bit better. I think PGA Tour ends up winning this battle. I think that they will listen to some of the players and all of us as fans will be able to at least have a thumbs up on it. All right, Shannon, next one. All right, let's
3: move on to NFL Commissioner Roger Cadell, who previously – Gave left the impression that this will be his last deal, but no, that's not the case. Uh, Reportedly, Goodell is in negotiations for a contract extension. Your thoughts? We'll start with Katie on this one.
1: Well, I just think that we're in this point with the NFL, who obviously creates a great product. They still, as a league, have a ton of work to do, both on officiating concerns, like we saw throughout the playoffs, and. Off the field, with everything that's gone on with the allegations and the lawsuit from Blind Forest and the Rooney World. so you know the NFL might just view this as the worst possible time to change sheriff. So, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't disagree with let's keep this guy in place because right now we've got some things that we got to sort out.
0: You know, and in, in, I don't know if you've watched it because you're like 18 years old, Katie. Um, but have you ever watched Scarface? I Without Pacino, Scarface. All right, so yes. with Pacino, he's like, you need a bad guy like me, basically. That, that's what Roger Goodell is, right? Roger Goodell going to be the punching bag for the NFL. And he's like, hey, the bad guy right here, you want to pay me $30 million or whatever it is? I'll continue to be your bad guy. And guess what? NFL ownership loves that because they're not looked at as the bad guy, right? Roger Goodell protects the shield. And it's a, it's a pretty good product as far as play on the field. Do they need to get mm-hmm. better? Absolutely. But when you want to yell at somebody, Roger Goodell says, hey, listen, I'll, drop all the, I'll, I'll hop on those hand grenades at any time. I'm also going to get paid a bunch of money. So, ultimately, not a surprise whatsoever. All right, last one, Shannon.
3: All right, last and certainly not least, our very own Meaning Times tweeted out that she's going to be a presenter tonight on Jeopardy. So, let's look at some game shows. I'll just throw one out there. Let's say mm. Survivor. Katie and Peter, if you guys were on Survivor, who would last longer?
0: Oh, Katie. There's no doubt about it. Like that, I'm not. I'm not saying you're that throwing I would in the be, towel. That oh, soon? so easily right now. Absolutely, I would like mentally. Just don't have
1: the fortitude to be able to last on a deserted physical, island. The physical, the
0: mental. I would no. I got no chance of any of that happening. I. I would. I know. I would like if they had like Big Brother. I'd be all in on Big Brother because I could make those alliances. Like you know, when you go to commercial break, I talk bad about you to the other guys. So they they're all on my side here over in Bristol. Yeah, I I think I think people would see
1: through your schemes because you're so (laughs) manipulative, and I think that you would be ousted and voted off fairly quickly because people wouldn't want to put up with your shenanigans. I know I wouldn't want to be deserted on an island with you for a long period of time. So I would probably vote you off. Four out. None other than maybe.
0: Thank you. You're giving your vote to Peter. Mm -hmm. Yes, because
1: I feel like he's already playing the game right now. Very well brain. by saying you would win.
0: See? Just letting you know. There's levels to this, Katie George. There's levels. You wouldn't last a week on that show. I could get you. I I think I can get you at Jeopardy. Price is right. I think I would get you at Price is right. I'm trying to think. Amazing
1: race, you wouldn't get Oh, no, amazing
0: race. Uh, again, if there's any type of physical activity. Uh, You're done. What is it? Double dare? You don't even know what that is. I do sorry. Oh, my gosh, the greatest. Go look Fear it up. Factor? In Fear Factor. Peter Burns, Katie, George. More arguing about sports next.